Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Both hailing from parts unknown at a combined weight of 501 pounds. They are the Morning Rush Hour World Tag Team Champions. They have no fear, no back down, just a couple of gutsy guys. No one will take those MRH World Tag Titles from these men. It's Taz, it's the Moose, illustrious champions, right here every day on CBS Sports Radio. You know it's every day, Moose and Taz be picking away. Talking about every sport, you know that they never missing a play. From the NBA to the NFL, the college games. They always bring in the knowledge, nobody ever can try to go stop it. Only be talking the truth, only be talking the truth, hey. Yes, sir, indeed. Taz the Moose with you on CBS Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studio. Rocket Mortgage with you every step of the way to provide a seamless mortgage experience. And let's hit the guest line right now. Talk a little NBA. Free agency in full bloom last night exploded on the sports scene. Mitch Lawrence joins us. Serious XM NBA radio host, sporting news, NBA reporter, does a fantastic job. Joined us before. Good morning, Mitch. How are you, bud? I'm in shell shock, like everybody else. <laughs> yeah, I mean. How, insa- how, yeah. how insane of a day was yesterday? I mean, really. Well, uh, talk it, about it. I've been doing free agency in the NBA since a long time. I've been covering the league since about 1987. Right. And I've never seen anything at all like what happened yesterday. And I was saying this, you know, we were all looking at the Kevin Durant situation before yesterday. And I was thinking, and I might have said this on Sirius. I've been on a lot. I don't know what I can't can't remember. It was a track, said, but, right? Yeah, it was a track. But I'm I'm thinking if they get Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, it's got to be the greatest free agent haul in history. And people like that I talked to were like, well, "Wait a minute, what about Miami with LeBron and Bosh and right. Wade?" And I said, "Well, you know, that's an organization that had won a title. That's an organization that had a Dwayne Wade, a Finals MVP. That's an organization that was run by Pat Riley." I still put this one above it because what have the Nets done in their NBA history? They've gone to two finals, but they've never had a haul like this. And to me, uh, when you look at that, you take that into consideration, just the franchise, the struggles that they've had, what they did in New Jersey. Yeah, they went to a couple finals with Jason Kidd, but have they ever landed a, never won a title, have they ever, ever landed a marquee free agent? No. And to get, Two yesterday, and I know Kevin Durant's injured. We're going to have to find out what he's all about in another, you know, after a year that he's off. I still think this has to be the greatest haul in free agent history. I remember years ago, guys, it was back around, well, it was back around Tracy McGrady, Grand Hill, and they were thinking, Orlando was thinking they'd also get Tim Duncan in a big three down there back around, was it 2000 or something? Yeah. Can't even remember. Uh, and you know they they happened to get Hill and they happened to get McGrady, but they didn't get Duncan. That would that would have rivaled it, obviously. But I can't. I mean, the Brooklyn. What what happened yesterday in terms of Brooklyn? I don't think we've ever seen before in the NBA. 
No, uh, it, it's amazing. Yo, Mitch, Taz and I were talking about in the first hour. When did it change, though? When when did it go from the Knicks being the apple of Irving and Durant's <laughs> eyes to, and I, I don't believe the report that the Knicks weren't willing to offer him a max deal, but Durant and Irving, when it always seemed to be for the last six to eight months, it was always Madison yeah. Square Garden, the Knicks. When did it change for them to go from Madison Square Garden to the Barclays Center? I think that's a question we'll have to ask those guys, right, at the press conference. I don't know. I don't know. And I, you know, I, I know that James Dolan came out, what was it, in March and said, we're going to have a very successful offseason. Right. And, you know, after that, I don't know what happened. And you know what? We don't know a lot about what, I mean, that stuff's going to start coming out, obviously. But I agree with you. That whole storyline that they didn't offer the max, this is a team that I'm sure James Dolan, and I said this in the, in the run-up, he would. He was at the front of the line to go get a Kevin Durant and whatever it would take because he looks at Kevin Durant as a gold mine. MSG ratings are down. Madison Square Garden. You bring in a Kevin Durant, he has to sit out a year. That thing's that that brand explodes again. The next of course. game. Of so course. Yeah. come on. I mean, I'm not. I'm not buying that in the least. He would have Kevin Durant uh, gladly. You know, when was the last time? And, and I'll, I'll give you the answer right now. The answer is never. A guy like Kevin Durant, who's one of the top players in the sport, who's going to go down as one of the top players in the history of the sport, those guys never want to come to New York and play. At one point, this guy actually did. Right, so, of right, course, right. that's the big thing. You know, when LeBron was a free agent, when Kobe was a free agent, those guys never. They might have given, like, a LeBron gave the Knicks a meeting. They weren't going to come. We all knew they weren't coming. At one point, Kevin Durant honestly wanted to come to play for the Knicks. He was thinking about that seriously. So, you have, between that and James Dolan, we know that he's about stars. He's about celebrities in the garden. Of course he's going to have, he's going to want Kevin Durant. When that all changed for Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, I do not know. But, you know, what we did know for now the longest time now is that Kyrie Irving wasn't big on the Nets. He was bigger on the Nets because he had grown up rooting for the Nets. And so, you know what, that's just something that the Knicks couldn't overcome that. The Kevin Durant thing is perplexing, though, because – for him to go to Brooklyn over the Knicks, wow, that's just a, a major move that kind of goes all against conventional wisdom. But at, at the same time, guys, here's what it tells you. The culture of the Brooklyn Nets versus the Knicks, it's not even a comparison. I mean, what Brooklyn has done under Sean Marks, under the ownership that has taken a beating in the past, uh, under Kenny Atkinson, what they've done there over the last couple of years to revive that team that was dead only like three, four years ago, that's an amazing sports story. Absolutely. Uh, you listen to Taz and the Moose. Our special guest is Mitch Lawrence, Sirius XM, NBA radio host, sporting news, and NBA reporter. So just to stick to that for a second, Mitch, uh, about the Knicks real quick, I want to ask you, Moose and I were talking earlier about, and I, I brought it up, like, and I want to get your opinion. Do you feel like the allure, you know, that there was always that big attraction, no matter if you're from New York or not or just an NBA fan, of Madison Square Garden, the world's most famous arena, right in the middle of Midtown Manhattan, right near Times Square. It's the Knicks, the storied friend. Do you think that whole garden allure thing is kind of gone? It was fiction to begin with. I mean, like I said, you know, the big, the big free agent who came to New York was Amari Stoudemire because the Knicks panicked after they didn't get LeBron James and they overpaid for a guy who – Everybody knew it was going to have future knee problems, but the Knicks gave him a guaranteed, fully guaranteed five-year deal. I mean, you know, when you want to talk about this is the mecca, this is the place everybody wants to play, well, obviously, look at all the guys who don't want to play, especially 
the big movers and shakers, the guys who move the needle on the NBA landscape, whether it's LeBron, like I mentioned, Kobe Bryant, Name your basic all-NBA players over the last few years who have turned free agents. Knicks don't even – I mean, it got to a point now, guys, where the Knicks can't even get meetings with these players, right? They didn't get a meeting with Kevin Durant a couple of years ago. Right. I mean, and and for them to get a meeting – hey, here's the other great thing about – I mean, it's not great for the Knicks fans. They don't even get meetings now with these guys. Yeah. No. I mean, that's really – that tells you that – the, 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 it, it hasn't been the mecca. It hasn't been the mecca for the longest time, and in free agency, it's never been the mecca. When has it ever been the mecca? When they got Amari Stoudemire, and now yesterday, here's what the Knicks do: they go out and they get three power forwards, yeah. which makes absolutely no, no sense. sense. And as I, as I, and Moose, I tweeted this earlier. I said, "Yeah, they get the three power forwards," and he's, as even James Dolan will tell you, <laughs> none is as good as Charles Oakley. <laughs> <laughs> That that's fun. a good line, Mitch. That's exactly right. All right, let's run around the league a little bit. Uh, you know, aside from Brooklyn, who are the big winners on on, yeah. on free agency night, uh, let's start here. Let's go up to Boston. For the Celtic yeah. fan that uh, Kyrie didn't like Boston, Boston, you know, grew tired of Kyrie. What about Kemba Walker now uh, in that sign and trade deal? Rogier is now a member of the Hornets down in Charlotte. Kemba Walker is now a Boston yeah. Celtic. How about Kemba fitting in with that young crew up there in Beantown? Can he be worse than Kyrie? No, <laughs> no he can't be worse than Kyrie. <laughs> he can't be worse. But you know what? He's going to be a lot better. He will be. Because one, yeah, of, the, one so. of his hallmarks so far, and he's not Kyrie Irving in terms of being a basketball player, but one of his hallmarks in Charlotte was that he is great in the locker room and a tremendous teammate. And I'm telling you right now, Celtic fans are going to sign up for that. They, if they know anything about Kemba Walker, you know that. And they're familiar with the guy because he played at UConn, right? Led him to a national title. But in terms of his NBA career, he has a, been a tremendous asset in some trying times in Charlotte. Got a lot of losing down there. And has always kept a positive attitude. You never hear a bad thing about him. So that's an upgrade over Kyrie. Kyrie was an absolute disaster. And so um, I think for Boston fans, they're going to love this. Because, yeah, the Kyrie thing obviously blew up in their face. I was all for it when they made that trade. And I talked about it and I tweeted at the time. He, they, he was a tremendous, you know, Kyrie, there's no question about his basketball talent and his ability to score and get to the basket. He's a tremendous offensive player. We know that. He has other problems, especially when he's cast as a leader and when he's cast as a number one option. So, you know, it, it's not, he's, uh, Kemba's not as good. Don't get me wrong. But I think Boston's going to really do very well with him. And he should be, look, he gets himself out of Charlotte, which is a nowhere place. I mean, that's no man's land in the NBA, right? Yeah. They're never terrible. No, you know, the thing that killed that team a few years ago, because I don't know if you remember, they were supposed to have the worst record in the NBA. They're supposed to have the number one overall pick. They ended up with Michael Kid Gilchrist because they finished second, and Anthony Davis was the guy they were supposed to get. Yep. He, he, went, he, he went number one. So I think for Boston, it's a great move. And for Charlotte, hey, Terry Rozier's coming off an awful season in Boston because Kyrie was ahead of him, and it was not the same as it was a couple of years ago when he had that great playoff run. And so he's got a lot of proving to do for Michael Jordan, but that's still a dead franchise. Mitch, uh, let, me ask you, let me ask you, man, about uh, the Warriors. So uh, the backcourt, yeah. you know, I think the backcourt of uh, D'Angelo Russell and Steph Curry yeah. now, uh, you think it'll work with Golden, with, uh, Golden State? Yeah, everybody's talking about it's a risk. I don't think it's a risk at all. Mm. I love D'Angelo Russell and his talent, and he's, and last year he came on and he matured, and he's in a great – I mean, look, it's not the same as playing, you know, joining uh, Kevin Durant, but you're going to be playing, obviously, with Draymond Green. You're going to be playing with Steph Curry, no more Andre Iguodala. 
Uh, so I think it's a, it's a, it's a uh, bold move by the Warriors. But look, they had to do something because you're already, you, you lost Kevin Durant, but you're not going to have Clay Thompson for the bulk of next season. So you put D'Angelo Russell with Steph Curry. I think that's a great move. They're still, to me, a playoff team. I'm not going to count them out of that. Now, obviously, they're not the super team we once saw over the last few years. So they take a step back. Anytime you lose a Kevin Durant, I mean, the guy's in his prime and they lost him. That is a very, very tough loss for Golden State. Who knows? They may not win another title ever again. We'll see. No, we'll see. You're right about that. But Russell certainly is a talent. Now, a smallish backcourt, uh, but uh, they're going to be good offensively. We'll see where they are defensively. How about Philadelphia, Mitch? Now, we, you look at it, Jimmy Butler. We'll get to his move to Miami here yeah. momentarily. But uh, given Tobias Harris the max at five for a buck eighty, and then uh, bringing in Al Horford, mm. uh, who's yeah. a, a very good veteran yeah. presence, uh, and also Josh Richardson, that sign-and-trade yeah. deal. What about the 76ers here on this Monday morning? Well, I, you probably noticed, but Al Horford's been Joel Embiid's kryptonite right over the last few years. Yeah, yeah. So that's going to be great. Um, yep. And everybody loves Al Horford. I, th- I think the, the crazy thing about the run-up to free agency was Al Horford walked away from $30 million. And we've got all these great reporters out there headed by the great Woj, of course, and other guys who spend, you know, 24-7 telling you where people are going. Nobody knew where Al Horford was going. I thought it was really like one of the greatest kept secrets. And for Philadelphia to come away with him, locker room-wise, veteran-wise, I mean, the guy, is, he's going to be tremendous with Embiid and Simmons. Uh, you mentioned Tobias Harris. That's an overpay. Uh, Tobias Harris is not a max player. Uh, good for him. Don't get me wrong. But he, I, to me, he's a third, fourth. Yeah, on a championship contender, he's probably your third best player, four, maybe your fourth best player. We'll see about that. Uh, but obviously they had to do that. And um, they lost J.J. Redick, which is a loss, no doubt about it. Here's my problem with Philadelphia, guys. Point guard-wise, still a problem. Shooting-wise, still a problem. Joel Embiid, still unreliable. Ben Simmons, do you think, are you sitting there now saying to yourself, yeah, you know what, after the summer's over and we see the Sixers come out for the preseason, I expect to see Ben Simmons be able to make a 10-foot jump shot. That would be nice. Yeah, you're right. Guess what? <laughs> Nobody's expecting that. No, right. I know. Right. Same. They still, for the two main players, they still have major problems with yeah. the two main players. But considering, and you know what, the loss of Jimmy Butler – I don't think it was a good fit. You know, what, you know, when all was said and done about last year, they still got knocked out in the second round, right? I mean, it took a to game right, seven right. miracle shot by Kawhi. They really didn't improve that much with Jimmy Butler. So now Jimmy Butler goes to Miami, and it's like this could be for, you know, I'm glad to see Pat Riley's back. Somehow Pat Riley resurfaced after being out of the league. I think he's been out of the league since he lost the front <laughs> So he's finally back. And I that's mean, funny. that's great. But what it, what it, what's there around him? And I see that the Dragic trade fell apart. That is going to be revived, from my understanding. Miami wants to make it work. Philadelphia wants to make it work. I don't know what the hell Mark Cuban's doing in Dallas. They always talk big plans about we're going to have meetings with this guy, that guy. You heard they were going to have a meeting with Kevin Durant, Kawhi. That's, as, to, for, for Maverick fans, it has to be kind of as frustrating as for Knicks fans. Maybe not as quite, but I don't know. They should have Goran Dragic there because he's very good friends with Luka Doncic, their teammates and roommates on the Slovenian national team. So if I were Dallas, I'd try to get that deal done still. Hey, Mitch, uh, let me ask you, let's, let's go down to New Orleans real quick here with the Pelicans. Yes. Let's talk about the job. David Griffin, I mean, he's done here with the offseason additions. You know, obviously, yesterday with J.J. Reddick coming from the Sixers. 
and obviously the big rook, you know, the big kid out of Duke, you know, and Zion Williamson right. with the draft, but then Ingram Derek and Davis, Josh Hart, yeah. they got Lonzo Ball. Talk about the job that this guy Griffin's done, man, the relationship he's built with, with players. Well, look, it goes back to he came into a very tough situation. He came into a situation where he had to trade Anthony Davis. Got to remember that, and he, he yeah, did a whole job there. Yeah. Now, I don't want to say he fleeced the Lakers because he still lost Anthony Davis, and I don't think anybody who they got in that trade will be as good as Anthony Davis going forward. The guys they got aren't as good as Anthony Davis, and I'm tempted to say, and I'll probably, I would bet you that whoever they draft in the future won't be as good as Anthony Davis. But they knew that they couldn't keep Anthony Davis, so they got a lot of assets for him, and Griffin's done a great job. In well, that's it. But let and me interrupt you, Mitch. But that's the thing. Time. If the guy don't want to be there, right, in AD, then he didn't want to be right. There. Who wants him? You know what I mean? Sure. At that point, what are you going to do? You know. Well, you have to. You have the gun to your. You know, the gun is put to your head yeah. by clutch sports, exactly. LeBron James. So he did a great job. Well, all I'm telling you is, when people are just boy, he got this draft pick and that draft pick. Let's just remember, they lost Anthony Davis. I got you. I got you. Okay. And that's serious. And that is a tough guy to replace, as Griff would tell you. But considering that. I think they've done a great job. J.J. Reddick's going to help in that locker room. Right. He, of course, is another Duke guy, which is, you know, very important maybe for Zion. For Zion but yeah. then there's some, you know, the Derek Favors move is good. I don't think I, I look at what David Griffin has done, and I already have given him executives of the year for this coming season, <laughs> and we haven't even played a Vegas game yet, a summer league game. No, true. You're right about that. Mitch, um, you know, uh, to Kawhi here, first and foremost, I, I mean, are you surprised <laughs> at how, before we get to Leonard, you know, are you surprised? You know, listen, it was great that they launched on June 30th at 6 o'clock last night, Eastern time, right? Uh, it, we, but, are you surprised about how heavy the movement was in the first eight hours of NBA free agency? Well, at uh, 5.48, I sent out a tweet saying, NBA free agency officially starts in, you know, 10 minutes. Uh, I'm, I'm dying to see where everybody's going to go because there's been no tampering so far. <laughs> I mean, by that time, guys, we knew, we, we knew everything. This is a bad look for the NBA. I mean, all these deals were done weeks, days, weeks, maybe months in advance. So, um, look, the Kawhi Leonard thing was interesting. I guess he's on a load management day yesterday. Is that what happened? Yeah, I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 you know, he's still, I mean, this is the thing. It's like, it's like if the Clippers don't get him, they've sat here now, and okay, they brought back Patrick Beverly, but what else has happened for the Clippers? I mean, this is going to be pretty bad if they, because everybody seems to be off the board. And I still can't believe that Kawhi Leonard, who has played in San Antonio, before things went bad I'm talking about, he plays in San Antonio, which is an organization where everything is done professionally and everything is, un- everything is done in terms of, there's no craziness. There's no chaos. There's no dysfunction. Then he goes to Toronto. And last year, there was no craziness, dysfunction, or nuttiness involving the organization. And now he's taking a meeting with the team, and that's all they're all about. I know they have LeBron, they have Anthony Davis. Just think about how the team is run. I mean, it's unbelievable that the Lakers have almost blundered their way into Kawhi Leonard if they get him. Yeah, would be, by the way, if they get Kawhi Leonard, I'm tempted to say that might be the greatest free agent hall, even better than Brooklyn, because now you've got the super team of all super teams because you'll have Kawhi Leonard, LeBron James, and Anthony Davis, which to me trumps everything that happened in Brooklyn. It it does. I I hope he doesn't end up with the Lakers. I really don't. I mean, it would be great for him to stay in Toronto. I, I just don't know how it makes sense for Kawhi. I mean, first of all, you have to go in there knowing that 
LeBron, even though he's on the decline, he still dominates the locker room. He dominates everything. He sucks the air out of the room. And you oh, are yeah, he's the type A. He's the guy. The he's, right, he's the who's star. The, yeah. Who's to say that LeBron is going to all of a sudden, you know, defer and give way to another great player, another finals MVP, another champion? You know, Anthony Davis is, is a guy who comes in with no playoff resume. So that's not the guy you worry about. You worry about Kawhi. And I just think that if Kawhi's going to go back to Southern California – and leave Toronto, and that would be bad. Obviously, it'd be awful. It'd be like a horrendous day for for the Canadians up there, our right. friends in Toronto, obviously. But it's almost like I'm I'm thinking he should go to the Clippers. It'd be a much better fit for him. Uh, look at the organization that 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 is run beautifully too so far. No, they haven't made any big strides yet, but they need a they obviously need a star player. The Lakers are just a mess, and so the Lakers, if they actually get Kawhi Leonard, you'll shake your head and you'll go. Nobody's going to use this blueprint in the future to build a championship team with all the chaos and nonsense that goes on. No, Mitch, I'm going, to, I'm going to just say something. Like Moose said something here the other day. We, 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 you know, we were talking about Kawhi and potentially this was last week, late last week, potentially mm-hmm. going to the Lakers and stuff. And I don't want to take words out of Moose's mouth, but I'll just say, just so you know, and he made a good point. Like Kawhi, like so, LeBron James right now in the point in this point in their careers, <laughs> LeBron James kind of needs. Kawhi more than Kawhi needs oh, LeBron. He st- Moose stole my line. You know, um, you're absolutely right. He does. I mean, LeBron at this stage, he's coming off an injury. I mean, this is the worst season he's had in terms of the injuries. He's never been knocked out of an NBA season. He missed, what, 18 games or so because of that groin deal. And now, yeah, he definitely – he definitely needs – I mean, look, for, for him getting Anthony Davis, that's arguably the greatest teammate he's ever had with all due respect to a Dwayne Wade. You can make that argument, Anthony Davis, talent-wise. Right. And then, but he still needs a lot more. And by the way, when they get Kawhi, they'll fill out their team with guys like J.R. Smith, and there'll be people online to take the minimum to go play with those guys. But I just don't know how it all works for Kawhi. And the, 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 the thing here, too, is we have to remember, we're all, I'm saying this stuff about how Kawhi should look at – this guy's impossible to read. He's absolutely impossible. So you don't know. He might be actually thinking, yeah, this is where I wanted to go along. Don't forget, last year when it became apparent that he was telling the Spurs, you got to get me out of here, what did, they, what did they do? They basically told everybody, we're not trading him to the Lakers. Forget the Lakers. Greg Popovich was never going to trade him to the Lakers. That's because there was the word that Kawhi wanted to go to the Lakers. So maybe he still wants to go there, and wouldn't that be a surprise? Oh, it'd be. I mean, listen, when do you think, final one for you, Mitch, I know it's a difficult situation to read. Do you think we're looking at three, four days here before Kawhi makes his decision? How, how long do you think before Leonard makes, uh, makes the call where he's going? <laughs> Boy, that's a great question. <laughs> I, I, I tell you what, uh, I, you know, I have no idea of knowing. All I know is we know it's just down to three teams. We know he's going to have meetings with everybody. Um, and I hope it happens today. It would be the greatest, what, 48 hours, 24, 48, whatever it is. I've lost track of time here. But if he makes his decision by tonight at 6 o'clock, this will go down as the greatest free agency period in the history of the NBA. Oh, really will. Uh, hey, Mitch, great job. We really appreciate it, man. Uh, thanks for getting up, uh, us up early and uh, giving us a couple oh, of minutes, and we'll chat again. Appreciate been, it, Mitch. Thanks, man. I've been up for hours. Take it easy, guys. Thank you, man. Take care, both. <laughs> Mitch Lawrence. He, He's ready to go. I mean, those NBA guys. And Mitch is great. Oh, he yes, really is. he is. Um, it's interesting. A lot to get into in terms of 
the fallout. It, it'll be interesting with Leonard here, Taz, uh, how long he does take. And, you know, the Clippers, the Lakers, and well, Toronto's got no one else to wait for. I mean, they're just waiting for him to make his choice. Because if he makes his choice and goes back to Toronto, they're back at the top in the Eastern Conference. If he goes someplace else, they significantly drop off and everyone goes above. And then you look at the Clippers and the Lakers, Los Angeles, that's their big chip. That's I know. it. I, yeah. So it's going to see. I mean, and if you're Kawhi, there's no rush for you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, no. He's in, he's in the catbird seat, right? He's, he's in control. He is in control. We'll see how long it takes him to make his choice about where he's going to go. We know it's down to three teams. Clippers and Lakers out in Los Angeles are returning to the Toronto wow. Raptors, the defending NBA champ. Quick side note as we go to break. I believe today is Canada Day. So, oh, yes, so, you're right. So there you go. So so maybe, yeah, hey, you see where I'm going. Kawhi, it's like, even though he's not Canadian, he's from California, he might be like, yo, you know what, it's, it's Canada Day. I'll just stay here with the Raptors. <laughs> maybe. Raptors, it would it'd be the greatest Canada Day ever. <laughs> it would be. <laughs> it's Taz and the Moose with you on this Monday morning, CBS Sports Radio. Give Taz and the Moose a call, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Give Taz and the Moose a call. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. Just a quick follow-up on that last statement we just heard off the air, Moose, from, uh, from AB here. We have space here. We're here yeah. every day. We are here. Yes, that's it. Yes. Tomorrow night at 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific, the WNBA tips off on CBS Sports Network. Oh, yeah. With the Atlanta Dream going head-to-head with the Minnesota Lynx, only on the 24-hour home of CBS Sports. Just put out a little inside baseball there for, for all people here. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? That no, last comment I mean. Yeah. That's it. Right. Just Correct. If you want to DM comment. me, I can give you all the details in private on Twitter. What the hell? I got your phone at number. Andrew. Oh, no. Yeah. It was the... The audience. Oh, all right. Yeah. Oh, oh, you have your DMs open so fans can just. Yeah, I mean, nobody wants to talk to me, so there's, there's, <laughs> it's <Yeah>. safe. He keeps his DM open. No one's DMing him. Yeah, keep like, my computer open. Yeah. Anyone? <laughs> Somebody. <laughs> What's One going person on? Uh, on look who just media. walked in here. Yeah. Yeah. Just walked in. All the information. All right, take it away. It's all sponsored by Wrangler Outdoor. Pants and shirts made with durable fabrics, moisture management, and UPF 30 protection. Wrangler Outdoor. Clothing with outdoor credibility and everyday versatility. Try them on today. It is not just NBA free agency today. The NHL opens for business at noon Eastern. Winger Artemi Panarin is the Kevin Durant and Kawhi Leonard all rolled into one on ice. Yes. Most speculation has Panarin teaming up with goaltender Sergei Bobrovsky, so let's call him Kyrie Irving on skates, with the Florida Panthers. But the Columbus Blue Jackets reportedly made a late-night, last-second push to keep Panarin. That offer is said to be eight years and $12 million annually. Meanwhile, the Predators expected to win the Matt Duchesne sweepstakes Seven years and $56 million. And the Stars reportedly adding veteran forwards Joe Pavelski and Corey Perry. Now the NBA, the Sixers and Heat finalizing a sign-and-trade for Jimmy Butler. He'll get $142 million over four seasons in South Beach. The deal includes Josh Richardson going to Philly. At one point, the Mavericks were involved getting veteran guard Goran Dragic from the Heat, but that fell through. While losing Butler, the Sixers have re-signed Tobias Harris and paid Al Horford 
four years and $109 million. The Warriors and Nets doing a sign-and-trade with Kevin Durant landing in Brooklyn and D'Angelo Russell helping replace him with Golden State. The Nets also adding Garrett Temple, DeAndre Jordan, and Kyrie Irving. The Warriors, meanwhile, have re-signed Klay Thompson, five years and 190 mil. The Jazz adding Bogdan Boyanovich and Ed Davis now expected to deal Derek Favors to the Pelicans, who have signed J.J. Redick. The Bucks have been busy re-signing Chris Middleton and Brooke Lopez, adding Robin Lopez and trading Malcolm Brogdon to the Pacers for a first-round pick and two second-rounders. Brogdon then signs for four years and 85 mil. Damian. That's a big loss from Milwaukee. Brogdon was a good player for them. Yeah, but I guess, I mean, Mike would know more about this, but they had to do something. Somebody somebody had to leave there. No, I get it. I get it. But he's going to be a difficult guy. He was probably the third best player on the team last year. I mean, he was, he was a really good player. He's going to be a good asset for Indiana. Uh, no doubt. And, no, like, the Middleton contract is a max deal for, like, 170-something. I know people are already prepared for him to not live up to that. Yeah. But it's just, like, the way that things work, like, that's just what he has to what he has to get to keep him, and well, you want to keep it. him. Well, right. I mean, the, the whole – the best way to phrase it is Middleton was worth max money to Milwaukee and nobody else. Right. And he gets it. Yeah, and he gets it because to them, he's worth it. Their window now is open. I mean, it's just uh, – it's amazing. I mean, and, and you look at what Milwaukee is, but uh, they got to replace Brogdon's production, which is going to be difficult to do. Uh, same thing for Damian Lillard in Portland. It's a four-year extension for him, $196 million total. Veteran point guard Ricky Rubio signs on with the Suns. Not mentioned yet is Kawhi Leonard. He stood on the sidelines yesterday, still scheduled to meet with the Lakers, the Clippers, and the Raptors. All of those signings, by the way, and the trades must wait until Saturday to become official. The Mets snapped their seven-game skid last night, 8-5 over the Braves. New York scored four times in the eighth, two RBI apiece from brand-new All-Stars Pete Alonso and Jeff McNeil. Astro pitchers Justin Verlander, Garrett Cole, and Ryan Presley among the others picked yesterday for next week's game in Cleveland. That gives Houston the most reps this summer with six. Verlander is the oldest All-Star at 36 years and 130 days. Braves outfielder Ronald Acuna Jr. is the youngest at 21 years and 194 days. U.S. men's soccer fought off Curacao last night, one nothing in their Gold Cup quarterfinal in Philly. The lone goal from Christian Pulisic to Weston McKinney in the 25th minute. Up next is Jamaica in the semifinals on Wednesday. Uh, where do we oh, go now? Uh, oh, please jump in here all, yeah, all you want. By the way, yeah, I know you're, you're scrambling. I lost my, so sk- help me. I know I lost my script for a second. Um, yeah, now how about this, Moose? I predicted the score on Friday of France versus USA women's soccer. Um, no, you did. You're right. I had 3-1. Here. You had 2-1. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. You came out first with the 3-1. I thought about it. I, th- I said 2-1. I wasn't correct on who I thought would score a winning goal, but I did you know, basically call it. And a lot of people um, that listen to our show Noticed. kind enough to tweet me. <laughs> yeah, and it was really kind. Yeah. Except the show account didn't tweet about it, but that's we, a whole other story. We over. Yes, but anyway, so the social media team, I guess, is off. Good job, Saz. Oh, yeah, 901 on Friday. Out they go. Incredible. Thanks, Pete. Incredible work. And Mike, thank you. Incredible work. Appreciate that. Yeah, I I see the social media team leave en masse about 9.15 on Friday morning. 8.15. No, they they might start working at 8.15, but at 9.15, they physically leave the building. So anyway, I just want to thank everybody out there who tweeted me about it and who played along. Okay. Yeah, you had a 2-1 final, right? Goal late by the United States to win it. Yeah. Called us. I was locked in. Yeah. You were able to watch it. I know you were working. You were busy. I was listening on the radio. Yeah. yeah. 
How's the soccer radio? Really? I never listened on the radio. I was listening on Fox Radio. How yeah. was it? It was, like, it was followed pretty good, right? Uh, yeah. I've never done that. It, it's just the TV broadcast. That they, oh, so, okay, okay. okay. They, right. they just put on on, on satellite. That's cool. So yeah, right. so, so they're good. I mean, they're good. You obviously can't follow it like that, but you get a little bit of a vibe and a feel about what's going on. But yeah. yes, congrats, two one final. Congrats. Can't wait for tomorrow. Minutes. We should watch it together. What do you guys want to do tomorrow? Uh, want to go to Taz's house? Yeah, we could do a uh, no. Okay, so no, no. Uh, oh, I'm, look I'm at bit, this boots again. Busy. Yeah, you the got yogurt, yogurt on you. <laughs> well, you should take your time eating. It's, it's on your hand too. Dude. What? <laughs> What are you doing it's like over I'm there? Six years old, bro. Yeah, seriously, yeah. this is what happened. The yogurt's lately. not going to run from you. Are my updates that good that <laughs> you're like? Not like you're trying to kill a live animal. <laughs> the yogurt's still sitting there in the cup. You that's can take your time eating. That's not nice. Are you yeah, sure no, that's I, yogurt? I, no, it no, is yogurt. It Stop. Is, Don't you just, know, I get a bird attack. Oh, that's what it looks no, like. It does. It does. It's like not like I'm not wearing accident. an expensive shirt or nothing like that. Yeah, it's not like oh, nah. here we go. No, I'm just saying. What does that mean? I, I know you only wear the finest, no. the finest Italian silk. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not saying it'll be. It's yogurt repellent. Right. You're fine. I'm just saying I, normally I would wear a, an old oh, T-shirt. Yes, I know. No, I'm not. I'm wearing uh, something with a, a you, horse on it. You going somewhere special today? Uh, just, Maybe you should wear a smock. Mm. I, dude, I should. I should wear the stuff the barber puts on. Yeah, you should wear Mariano walking with a smock to cover my yourself. Mariano. Nice. That's his name. Very hey, cool. Yeah. Yeah. The problem is every time I get a haircut, I think of freaking the Yankees. You know? Oh, well, Mariano, <laughs> the great Mariano. I'm not kidding. Rivera. That's what I think of every time I see this guy. And he's yeah. from the DR. Nice. Rivera's from the DR, right? Mariano. The real uh, Mariano. Mariano. Panama, no, right? No, oh, no, right. My no. bad. Yeah. My bad. I'm sorry. I made a mistake. I didn't realize. The my bads are out the window. Right, anyway, are we done here? Yeah, I'm Andrew? done. Why not? I'll see you in an hour. Love you All right, guys. I right, take a great job. Can I get you yeah. a napkin or anything? No, you good? no he's wet nap. He's, he's cleaned Bib. himself up. I'm Pete, good. help your friend. That's it. Pete, he's wiped himself friend. down. I've wiped myself the down. Custom Thanks. shirts in the mail. No, it's, <laughs> no, we're good here. We're okay, Moose. We're yeah. okay. It's yeah. not that obvious, right? <laughs> no, no, you cleaned it off. You just put in this washing machine. Put in the washing machine. Yeah, no, I'll take care of it. You got to get a stain remover. It's a little yogurt. You put the stain remover on first. I don't do that. I have someone who helps our family with this. Uh, with our laundry. Can and, you say anyone uh, has never washed a piece of laundry in their life? No, because the thing spray, is... spray, spray. That a boy. See, you yeah. know the deal. You spray on there. Well, yeah. some people don't know. A little shout. Yeah, look, yeah, look at you. You're yeah. dropping knowledge. I love it. Correct, yes. Uh, you don't just know sports, <laughs> huh? You know laundry. Yes, right. I do know. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's You've sports. done your share of laundry. It's sports and laundry. They're <laughs> <laughs> my top two things. That's my selling Dude, that, point. You might be on to something. That's, That's my a pretty sell- good podcast yeah, right there. Yeah, sports and laundry. <laughs> and, ho- and ponies. Yeah, sports, laundry, and ponies. Shorts, right. uh, sports, right. laundry, and ponies. Right. Starring Mark We're in the spin Mark cycle. Let's get to the fifth at Belmont today. Well, hold on. The spin cycle could be a segment. I could be. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> we actually had that. When I was in TNA, there was a segment they had on a TV show called Spin Cycle. But who, who remembers that? Nobody. Pete does, actually. <laughs> I kind of remember. Yeah, that. there was a segment called. It was like an interview uh, thing on oh, okay. TNA. You remember on TNA. TNA? Yeah, yeah. And they used to have one of the hosts, this guy, Jeremy Borash, real good. And he would do, like, just a on-set interview with wrestlers. And they called it the, the spin, spin Cycle. cycle. Yeah, right. yeah. So, well, uh, Bill O'Reilly had the Spin Zone. Uh, spin Fox. zone? Oh, I didn't know right? that. The, the no spin zone. Oh, the no zone. spin zone. Yeah. No spin zone. The Bal- I was a big uh, uh, Bilotti household. Loved that. Oh, really? Every night. They On were the favorites in. list. Oh, they, yeah, that was. They'll sit around and watch it. Pete Bilotti Sr. <laughs> we locked in every night. Really? Yes. DVR'd it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and watched the replay. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, he made himself a lot of money. You go out to Montauk, you can see the O'Reilly Mansion. It is. Yeah. 
It is some house out there. I'll tell you that. You've seen, five, you've seen he's got the mansion out there? Oh I know he's god. out there. I didn't know. I know oh. it was that big. Really, I believe like a you. block. Oh my god! Is it really? Yeah. He is. He's got some house out there. Eight five five two one two four two two seven is your number to call. Um, it's Taz of the Moose with you. We'll get into Jimmy Butler now, a member of the Heat. Some of the other doings in the NBA as it is a big NBA free agency Monday. Uh, Taz and the Moose with you, CBS Sports Radio. Give Taz and the Moose a call, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line is brought to you by Geico. Great news, quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico, go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. Let's head out to California, Taz. Yes. It's Ted It's CBS Sports Radio. What's going on, Teddy? Teddy, what's up? Morning, guys. Morning, Hi, uh, man. What's up? I was just listening to all these big changes in the first 24 hours of free agency, and um, I'm just kind of missing the old days when players would stay stick, would stay where they go or where they where they've been. Right. Right. This is. I think it, it's interesting to talk about in the short term, but in the long term, I think it's bad for the NBA and it's bad for the players themselves because their brand is is diluted. You know, I mean, you buy a Kobe Bryant jersey, you buy a number eight with the Lakers. You know, you you buy a Michael Jordan jersey, you got you buy a number twenty three with the Bulls or. Uh, you know, now they're not tied to any team. I mean, it, everybody just moves year after year. And I think it's tough for the fans, especially sort of the casual fans like me. And, it's, and in the long run, players make make money right away. But down the road, whose jerseys? Uh, what jersey are you going to buy for LeBron? Right. You almost for, could lose. For, you almost could Durant. lose track. You almost could lose track. What team? What guy played for? And what year? To the point you yeah. make it, and you do see it in, in you know all sports now. Well, I remember when I was young, I mean, baseball players, guys would stay at one team, like, forever. You know that, Moose. I mean, yeah. I remember, like, they would, and, you know, even in the NFL, you would see guys would stay at one team, to, to Ted's point. You know what? So I, I, I get your drift. I get the frustration. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's just a sign of the times. And if you want to look at the NBA in particular with, uh, you know, these Supermax <laughs> deals, you know, an argument, if you go ahead two years, right, where Giannis is set to make a, a Supermax contract where the Bucks can offer him five years and around $250 million plus, where he'd be making, on average, $50 million a year. You can't afford to pay everybody. Right. Once you decide right. to make that decision to pay him, you're not going to be able to go pay, every, even with the cap going up, you're not going to be able to afford to pay everybody. Um, and even if you did extend yourself, you're going to be paying so much. Think about this. I mean, we were saying it before. You know, the, the Golden State Warriors, they maxed out Clay Thompson. If they maxed out Kevin Durant, I mean, they'd be paying over a billion dollars in penalties right. over the length of that deal. I mean, you know, for the Golden State Warriors, that's a lot of cash that you're going to be laying out. Not saying, listen, they wanted Durant back, but it's a, it's unfortunately just a sign of the times. I know you don't love it. You'd love to see players locked into your organization for the entirety of their careers. It's just not the way it is anymore. It's just not. Ted, what are you, I'm just curious, Ted, are you a Clippers fan? Lakers? I'm just assuming because you're in California. Is that one of your teams? I'm a, I'm a Dubs fan. I'm okay. a Warriors fan. Right. Okay. Yeah, a convert, though. Admittedly, <laughs> I used to be a Lakers fan, but I moved up. 
All right. So we'll change teams. Hey, we have something in common, buddy. I used to be a New York Jeff fan. There I'm a go. Buffalo Bill fan. I get attacked here at work every day about it. So I appreciate that, that never would have happened in the old days, I don't think. Well, you know, you're probably, you're probably right. You're probably right, Ted, and, and, and you're probably right. We appreciate the call. See, Ted, see, people do change teams. See, fans do that. Except here in New York. It really doesn't happen. Well, much. he moved. I'm a rarity. I mean, he moved. So, and he, moved? he went from the, a storied franchise to a, someone that's got a little bit of history in Golden State, but didn't exactly become that. So, I uh, mean, that's fine. He's a Warrior fan now. That's great. He's a little bit of a convert. But, yeah. I mean, you look at that, you look at the point that he that he is making. I mean, he, I know you don't love to see the movement, but for the NBA fan, it is exciting. And I'm sorry if you buy a jersey. If you buy a jersey, you have to have the understanding it's probably not going to be a lifelong jersey. That guy's probably right. not going to be there for the entirety of his career for a number of different factors, and one of them being, you know, financial security someplace else. Yeah. And the thing is, like, it, it it is exciting, but to the point that Ted's making, it is exciting, but and that excitement lasts, okay, 48 hours. Okay, you're happy. Like, so Mike's a big net fan, right? So, of course, he's fired up that they're going to have a very Should good be. team, very exciting team with Irving. When, once the rant gets there in a year, you know, uh, and, and the pieces that are added to, to that team, yeah, you lose, lose, you lose Russell, but, you know, you're gaining so much. You got DeAndre Jordan, good player, you know, now with a, coming in there with a $40 million deal, four-year deal. And so you're excited right now, right? You're excited right now, but then it's like once that honeymoon ends, like, all right, this is our team, let's see what happens. Then, you know, you got to wait. So it's not like you're – it's not like you're building this, 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 these dynasties. I think that's the point the caller was no, making too. You know, you're 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 right about that. You know and I mean? if you're a Brooklyn Net fan, you're excited for another reason, Taz. That you know we haven't chatted about this morning. You know, all them, even with the ramifications of Irving and Durant, is that there are not many destination places in the NBA. And what I mean by that is places that guys are willing to go to to even take a little bit less money to go to, right? Yeah. The Lakers might be one of them. You know, way back when Miami was, Cleveland with LeBron James was no longer, right? The Brooklyn Nets are now the destination place in New York. Right, right, right. right. And you can't argue any bit differently. They just are. The Knicks are not. The Brooklyn Nets are. And even though the Knicks fan wants to scream and holler and talk about Madison Square Garden being the mecca, See, it's more than just Kyrie and Kevin Durant because you also got to remember next year in free agency, they've got a young player in Karis LeVert, right? They added a veteran like DeAndre Jordan. They added Garrett Temple as well, who's going to be a rotation player for them. Both of them signed to two-year contracts. <laughs> is is that when the Nets are a championship-caliber team, Taz, and if, if Kevin Durant's healthy, they will be next year. Mm. There will be other veterans that are willing to come and play with the Brooklyn sure. Nets to try and help them win a championship. Yeah. It feeds the beast. Yeah. It just does. And and that's that's the most jaw-dropping thing as a lifelong Knicks fan is that the Brooklyn Nets are a destination place for free agents and the Knicks are still viewed as a laughing stock. Absolutely. And you could again, we talked only about the I mean, think about that. Eh? Right. I can't it's, believe it's, I just said I know. that, but I just yeah, but, said that. But you're right. Well, you're honest though and <laughs> and, and, and and I respect that. I mean and for those that don't know, that aren't from, you know, the Tri-State area, never, maybe you've never been to Brooklyn, New York, just to give you a feel, that area where the Barclays Center is, where the Nets play, you know, that's a that's become, over the years, a very trendy uh, area, as you know, yeah, of Brooklyn. Yeah, it's yeah. beautiful. There's really cool They've restaurants. They've really built spots Brooklyn there. up. They've really, I mean, I grew up not far from, from where Barclays, that Barclays wasn't there when I grew up. 
and it was not trendy, and it was not <laughs> the place to be. But uh, over time, that part of, of Brooklyn, as for those people, a lot of people listen to us, as you know, are not they never maybe never been to that area. Yep. It's a very trendy, cool place. You know, you're not in Manhattan, you're in a borough, you're outside, you're in Brooklyn, but it's a cool feel, and Barclays is an amazing building, as you know. And so, yeah, does it have the cachet in a worldwide, is it the world's most famous arena like the Garden? No, but that don't mean the Hill of Beans, because the better players are not going to play at the Garden, they're going to play at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn. They are, and you're right about Brooklyn, uh, Taz, a lot of cha- a lot has changed in Brooklyn in the last 20, 25 years. Big time, man, and you I can't mean, even afford to live in that area. Like, no. back in the day, you didn't want to live in that well, area. Well, back, right, back in the day, you, want to be, it was, you it was wanted dangerous. to be careful where you were going, what dangerous. time of the day That's you were right. going to certain areas in Brooklyn. Now, it's a case of people are leaving New York City to go live in Brooklyn. Correct, and, that, and as you know, that arena, that Barclays Center, yeah, that place that's really picked up the economy in the area and all the all the uh, stores that are in the area, business owners, storefronts, restaurants, as I'm saying, all these cool, trendy places. It's a really cool place. It's accessible with public transportation right in there. You know, yeah. for those that aren't taking an Uber or driving and parking, which is hellacious. Oh, well, yeah, it is. But it's you know, but still, it's a it's a it's a really cool spot. So, you know, it's a trendy thing. It's kind of cool, man. You know, so, uh, as a Brooklyn guy, I think it's great. Even though I'm not a Nets fan, but you no, know. I I get it. But it's great to see you. You know, a place you grew up is become the hotbed. Yeah, it certainly it's is. Pretty cool, yeah. no doubt. We got the three coming your way next on a big Monday morning. It's Taz and the Moose with you right here, CBS Sports Radio. Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.